are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Boy, we got a show for you today. Yes, we're going to talk about it. Last night on the Vice channel, the dark side of the 2000s did a feature on The Bachelor. I'm going to give you a little background about this, and then we'll talk about what we saw last night. Very interesting stuff. Not stuff that you should be too surprised at if you've been a longtime follower of me or my column or this podcast. But if you're a Johnny come lately and just been a Bachelor fan for four or five years or whatever, probably a lot of that stuff was like, whoa. Anyway, we'll get into that. We'll get into all stuff I didn't get to yesterday in regards to the finale. I've got an update on the Golden Bachelor. Just so much to get to. I don't even know if we're going to get to everything today, but I'm going to spend the first probably 10 minutes or so talking about Vice's show last night, and we'll get to that momentarily. All right, so it aired on Vice TV. I don't know what streaming service is on. You can probably get it today. Uh, Vice does a dark side of the, you know, name the year, the 90s. Now they're on dark side of the 2000s, and they did a feature on The Bachelor and The Bachelor program and talked about its phenomenon. Went all the way back to the beginning. So much footage. I'd say 80% of the footage last night was from were clips and scenes from uh, from anything in season five or earlier. I mean, it was a lot of early, early footage. And it, you know, the origin story of The Bachelor, how Fleiss came up with this, Fleiss's background. If you watched it last night, doesn't make Fleiss look very good. It almost seems like, I, I know that this is new. This show was new. It was the first time it aired was last night. However, there's a part of me that I feel like I feel I, I feel like I've seen some of those things before. So here's what I can say. Um, I think the cool thing was that three former podcast guests were main features of the people that they spoke to. Michael Carroll, Trish Schneider-Collins, and Lorenzo Borghese. All former podcast guests on this podcast. Trish is probably the most recent one, and that was within the last year, I think. But Lorenzo was on a while ago, and so was Michael. The only other people they really interviewed that got a lot of camera time was Kelly Joe from Bob Guinea Season, who I reached out to last night on Facebook, try and get her on the podcast. We'll talk about what was shown. Um, Marky Costello, who was a casting director for Season 1, and Jason Carbone, who for the longest time, when I was covering the show, before spoilers came a thing, it became a thing with me in 2009, when I was covering the show and people who knew my last name and knew my name was Steve Carbone and I covered the show, everybody thought, the people that did know, at least people that were on the show or whatever, they would contact me after the show and be like, are you related to Jason? And I, you know, no, I'm not. I mean, I've said that for years. I there's no relation to Jason Carbone. It is kind of funny, though, that the guy who spoils the show just happens to have the same last name as a producer who used to produce. I don't even know when Jason stopped producing. It was a while ago. I don't think he's produced the Bachelor franchise in maybe 15 years. I, I don't know. I don't know how many years it's been. Maybe it's been 10. But I have no idea. There is no relation there. But it is just kind of funny and certainly coincidental. And conspiracy theorists probably don't even believe me. And they'll probably just say, yeah, you are. You're just... You're just lying. And Jason was your source for a long time. I was like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. But that's neither here nor there. They spent a lot of time 
Uh, And those were probably the six main people that were interviewed for the show, mostly. When Trish was asked to do it, she actually gave them my name, and I had an interview with them over the phone. It went about, oh my gosh, I want to say it lasted close to an hour. And then they said, we'll be in touch, and then never did. So there was a chance I could have ended up on that show last night. But I didn't, and um, I certainly could have added a lot of that stuff. I mean, a lot of the stuff that those people said, whether it was Trish or Lorenzo or Kelly Joe or Michael, it's all stuff that I've said a thousand times on my site ever since in the last in the twenty years that I've been covering this show. This is, like I said, if you're a Johnny come lately to this franchise, it was probably some new stuff that you heard here and there, but. You know, the producer manipulation, how they get people to cry about things that have nothing to do with the show. Like, you've heard that from me for 10 years now. Like, I, I wasn't making it up. Clearly, former contestants are the ones that told me that, you know. But it's so it's good to get my stuff that I've told you for years confirmed by people that actually worked on the show. You literally had pro- former producers on that show admitting what they did to get stuff out of contestants. Now, the one thing, obviously, I'm not proud of is when they were talking about Bob Guinea's season and they were talking about Kelly Joe. they showed a clip of her getting into a hot tub with him and that she was very, um, she even said, like, I had great boobs and a great butt, so they made me out to be the, the vixen or whatever. And then the narrator, Mark McGrath <laughs> of Sugar Ray, wasn't it Mark McGrath? Almost positive it was Mark McGrath. That was the narrator last night. I just want to fly. That one. That dude. They say a blogger by the name of Reality Steve gave her the name of Kelly Ho. And I did. In 2003 or 2004. That's what I did. I've always told you this. I'm not proud of it. I would never do that nowadays. It's stupid. It was funny back then. It was accepted back then, and that's why I did it. It was the whole shock jock era, and that's why I did it. And I haven't done that in years, so I know, I hope people can understand that, um, you know, obviously I've moved on from those type of writings. But yeah, that was, uh, you know, it was crazy to see that, that they actually had, they showed my old website, realitysteve.com, on the show last night with, and they zoomed in on the, like the article they found where I called her Kelly Ho. And I'm like, I don't even know how they did that because that site does not exist anymore. I don't know where they found that. And that's what makes me think that that was from an older show that was on somewhere else because there's no way in 2003 you can pull up that old website. At least I'm not aware of it because to pull that up, you would have to type in realitysteve.com and it goes to what I have right now. So I I don't know how they pulled up an old article from literally that would have been Bob's season, which was season four of The Bachelor. Would that air in 05, 06? I don't know how they pulled up a website from 17 years ago that doesn't even exist anymore. So that's what makes me think that this was taken from an earlier show where they did a retrospective on The Bachelor franchise and whatnot, and they were able to somehow get that footage. (laughs) Because your guess is as good as mine. That, That site doesn't exist anymore. Um, so I have no idea how they got it, but yeah, 
that's how silly I was. That's how sophomoric and juvenile I was when I used to write about the show. I called her Kelly Ho because Kelly Joe rhymed with Kelly Ho. It didn't, it wasn't very smart humor. It wasn't like, wow, he really, that was a really creative nickname for her. It wasn't, it was stupid. So yeah, I reached out to Kelly Joe last night. Uh, you know, I didn't reach out and apologize to her. I will if she responds, but I'd love to have her on just to talk about it because she was featured on the show last night. We could talk a little bit more about the show and how the show has changed since it's been on. Because, you know, I like talking to old school contestants. So found her on Facebook. I have no idea if she'll see the message. I have no idea how often she checks Facebook, but reached out to her and maybe we'll have her on in a, in a future podcast. But yeah, it was just to see that it was kind of eye opening. I'm like, oh, my God, please. Do we have to bring this up? Um, and again, I'm just scratching my head where the hell they found that because it's not like they just said a blogger named reality. Steve used to call her Kelly Ho. They put my website on the screen showing realitysteve.com. And yeah, that was like the first iteration of my website. So before I went to like a blog form, which was like WordPress, which is what everybody used for blogs and then to what it is now. So this was literally the first time. And like I said, this was 04, 05, 06. I don't know. Okay, I just looked it up. It was November of 2003 was when Bob episodes there. So these were these were literally, they got a screenshot of a website of mine 20 years ago that doesn't even exist now. Still, it was realityseve.com, but when you type that in now, you only get my current one. So I have no idea how they got it. And it makes me think it was done from, taken from an eclipse from an older show. Because I, I, I think that appeared on an older episode of like a Bachelor retrospective show that was on another network. I just, yeah. Anyway, sucked to see. Didn't want to relive that, but it is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to, I've never hidden from it. I've told you for years. I used to write like a juvenile delinquent when I was covering this show back in the early 2000s. So, yeah. But. Yeah, it'd be great to have Kelly Joe on. We'd love to talk about the show with her. But yeah, if you want to check it out, I don't know what streaming service it's on, but it's called, it's on Vice, and they have a lot of shows where they do the dark side of, you know, hip hop, the dark side of rap, the dark side of the '80s, the dark side of the '90s, and they pick a topic and they go with it. It's very dramatic, and they get people that are literally going to talk about all the bad things that were done with it. If you're Mike Fleiss, you probably hated that show last night because it made you look like a complete imbecile. And it made you look like a womanizer. It made you look like a misogynist. It made you look like an absolute jackass. So, sure, he's not thrilled about it, but he has no say. But check it out. Vice 2000, Dark Side of the 2000s, uh, The Bachelor. Okay, let's get a couple things out of the way here in regards to Bachelor Nation and in regards to some news going on in Bachelor Nation. First off, go check out After Reality by Courtney Roberts in her podcast today. First time in probably a year, ever since... Right around this time last year, sitting on the couch next to Rachel and then bringing Avon out, Tino is on Courtney's podcast today, if you want to check that out, Courtney Robertson's podcast. First time we've heard from Tino in a year. So check it out. Let me know what you think. And, you know, last time we heard from him, he couldn't really say much because he's on a couch next to Rachel and all of America is essentially coming down on him. So it'll be interesting to see exactly what he says, where he's at in his life now, what he talks about, like how much he brings it up. Is he going to attack Rachel since this is his first time talking about it? I have no idea, but 
I'm interested in listening to what he has to say. We'll probably talk about it tomorrow on the podcast. Also, as you saw me tweet out yesterday, put on my Instagram stories, the Golden Bachelor is already at hometown dates. Now, once again, we do not know how the format of this show is going to go. I knew it was going to be around a month of filming. I knew they weren't going to put these people through the same exact process and the same exact time frame as they do for Bachelor and Bachelorette, which is seven weeks of filming. So they started on Thursday, August 5th. Was that the date? Or is it the 3rd? August August 3rd on Thursday. So the fact that we're at the 22nd, they basically did, what, a couple weeks in L.A.? You know, we don't know how many women they started with. We don't know any of the women's names. They haven't released the cast list. So... There's nothing really we can add to this. No pictures have gotten out of any date or any of the women. So all we can do is just be like, okay, anything I hear, I'll just pass it along. Well, I told you yesterday that I had a in on um, on Tuesday. Wait, I'm losing I'm losing track of my days because I'm recording this on Tuesday night. It's airing on Wednesday, so I want you to understand the dates here. Uh, Monday. Remember on Monday I tweeted out that they were in Jerry was seen Gary sorry Gary was seen in Minnesota on that bridge filming. Well, I found out over the weekend he was in another state on Saturday. And I was like, once I found that out, I'm like, wait a second. He was in that state on Saturday and then on Monday he was in Minnesota. I think they might be at hometowns and then I found out they were However, I still don't know who the women are. <laughs> I'm trying to find that out. But I now know where two of the hometowns are. So if we do get the women soon enough, assuming there aren't two women from these two cities, I can pretty much fill you in on who two of the final four women are. But until we get the cast list, I can't because I don't know. Um, I did say this on another podcast. The ex-wife of former Major League Baseball pitcher Dickie Knowles is... <laughs> is on the show. I think her name is Susan. Uh, I believe she is a contestant on this season. Kind of random, but she is. Uh, I heard a name of somebody else. These two women, uh, like I said, I, I know there's a hometown in Minnesota, and I know there's a hometown in another state, and I actually have a picture of Gary there, so I know he was there. And he was in the backyard of a house, and it looks like he was talking to her sons. I don't know who else these two kids would have been sitting there talking to Gary in the backyard of somebody's house. So that's why. It's probably a hometown date. He's probably talking to the woman's sons. Or shit. Might even be grandchildren. I don't know. I mean, because I, I, we don't know who these people are. We don't know their ages. But So I just wanted to update you on that. They are in hometown dates. Are they going to have four, just like the Bachelor and Bachelorette do? We don't know. Are they going to do some sort of international travel for Oh, wait, I've heard there's no international travel. It's all going to be domestic. But where are they going for overnights? Are they going to have it? Are they going to call it overnights? Is it going to be three women? All things that we're still, we just don't know. But what we can say, what I can tell you and can spoil is we're already at hometown date. So we're very, we're probably a week, week and a half away from this season being done filming. And then I'll get you what I can when I can. So. And they're going to turn this around obviously pretty quick because we already know the start date is September 28th, and this thing is ending at least in the first week of September. So they're going to turn this around in two, three weeks, which is the quickest turnaround they really ever do. Um, so we'll see. It's only an hour show. That's probably why they can turn it around a little bit quicker. A little bit about Bachelor in Paradise. You saw the preview. I'm not going to sit here and break it all down. We are going to talk about Paradise more in the coming weeks. we got time to... 
go over it. I've already told you who the uh, couples were at the end of the show. I told you. Spoiler alert, if you don't want to know, fast forward right now. Three, two, one. I told you that Cat Izzo uh, is engaged to John Henry. I'm forgetting his last name. I'm sorry about that. He was uh, lasted, I think, two or three episodes on Charity Season. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Bryant and Eliza left the show as a couple. I believe they are engaged as well. Uh, in the preview, they show you um, somebody getting married on the beach. That was Mari and Kenny. Uh, I had told you back when they were filming. I said I heard that Mari and Kenny were headed down there. Now I can tell you, and I now we know that that was obviously them. Nobody that actually went down as a contestant this season on Bachelor in Paradise gets married at the end. That's ridiculous. So that was Mari and Kenny. I don't know what kind of official wedding that was. I don't think it was anything major. It probably was just a ceremony because they are set to get married for real, quote unquote, in, I believe, October or November of this year. So that was just kind of all for show. And I, I think it was just to do the show a favor and probably so they could use it as a tease to make people think that, oh, my gosh, some couple gets married down in paradise this year. One of the contestants. No, it's Mari and Kenny. Then um, let's just go into uh, something I wanted to talk about yesterday, bring it up today, and that's just in general the whole Dotton spoiler. And it happens every season, and I think that it's when you look at it from the outside, this season ended filming in April. We saw Charity and Dotton appear as a public couple for the first time on Monday night, August 21st. While there were hints out there, we talked about the whole New York restaurant. Charity was there, and then 24 hours, Dotton was there, and they both posted a picture on Instagram, which seemed to give it away that they were seeing each other while filming was airing. Uh, and there were some other small things here and there, but nothing to where this wasn't an Ari Becca situation or it wasn't a Caitlin and Sean Snapchat situation. It was just you had to follow two things and maybe piece stuff together to think that, oh, that's, oh, they gave it away or whatever. But people thought that Joey, things that Joey did, uh, gave it away. So there was no clear definition that, yes, Charity and Dotton are together because of this social media screw up. I think the funny thing is, and it happens every season, is that so many people, I mean, look, to see each other, Dotton and Charity, at some point, one or both had to get on a plane and go somewhere. And you would think, you know, I say this every season, but yet every season, how many times in the history of this show, since I've been spoiling since 2009, I can count on one finger how many times someone told me I saw so-and-so on my flight. It just doesn't happen. And yet here's Dotton, a large six foot seven black man on a plane. You would think he would get recognized be being six seven. I mean, that's a big guy. And yes, he could be on planes where everybody that's a passenger on his particular flight doesn't watch The Bachelor. But this notion that, oh, we're going to find out where they are because someone's going to see them in an airport. I cannot tell you. It doesn't happen. We would find out every season if someone was at an airport and was seen every time. For some reason, they're able to do it. And no, they're not flying private. They're flying commercial. So again, for four straight months, I don't know how many times these two saw each other, but clearly they saw each other enough. And every single time they saw each other, maybe outside of that time in New York, Dotton had to get on a plane to go somewhere. 
And yet at no point in the last four months did anybody ever come to me or anywhere else on the internet and say, Doughton was on my flight. I saw Doughton here. Doughton sat next to me. So as easy as some people think it is to be like, how do we not know where they're flying? How can they not be noticed when they're flying somewhere? They're not because it never gets out that way. And that's why I say my job, unless somebody does see them, and then it obviously would be a huge clue. Maybe it would give something away. Maybe it wouldn't. What if somebody said, oh, I was on a plane with Dotton, but he was going to Milwaukee. I'd be like, okay, well, you saw him. That's great. But I don't know what Milwaukee does. That doesn't help us in anything. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just using Milwaukee as a city. I have no idea why, no idea why I said Milwaukee. I'm just saying if somebody saw him and it wasn't to a flight in LA, then yeah, it's just like, okay, well, guy flies on a plane, but I, I can't think of any other time. Maybe I think Jed was seen in an airport once, but other than that, nobody. Because you also got to remember, from August, or, excuse me, from the end of April till when filming ended until June 26, whenever that first episode was, for two months, the only people who would even know to look out for Doughton would be fans of this show. And that's such a small percentage of the 330 million people that are in the United States very, very small percentage even knew who he was from April till June. So you wouldn't, you might recognize a tall man on your flight, but you wouldn't think, oh, that's the guy from The the Bachelorette. So then it's really only from June until August 21st where Doughton's whereabouts, especially if he's flying, would be noticed, and yet nobody anywhere, to me, to Instagram pages, to anybody, said Doughton was on my flight and we were going here. But yet every season, people seem to think that it's so easy to find out where someone is flying. I'm just telling you, it's not. They clearly do it every season. They get away with it. So going into next season, also keep that in mind because it's just it, it's not that easy uh, to deal with and it's not that easy to actually figure out and find out that way. That's why I'm always just trying to find out. All I keep going back to is what happened back at the Final Rose Ceremony location. What happened on Final Rose Ceremony Day? Because anything that happens after that on social media can be questioned and you can make an argument for, oh, it's something else. You can't change what happened at the end of filming. They don't go back after leaving the Final Rose Ceremony location. At no point in the history of the show has all of production packed up left the location, and then flew back there, everybody back, put everybody in the same outfits, and shot something different to throw off a spoiler. So that's why the best thing that you can do trying to find a spoiler, which is what I do every season, is try and find out what happened on that final row ceremony day because that can't be changed. Now, a relationship could change from the end of filming until after the final rows. We saw that for a lot of seasons in a row. But my first goal is to find out who got engaged, and how does the show end? And I've been able to do that nine seasons in a row now. I haven't even given out a wrong one at first. It's been nine correct in a row. I haven't missed one since Hannah Brown's season. So clearly, um, now some seasons I've gotten earlier, like I said, Michelle, two weeks before her season even started airing, you knew she was engaged to Nate. For this season, you didn't know till episode five that Charity was engaged to Dotton. So it varies. Next season, I might find out within one week of filming ending. I might find out within a month of filming ending. I might find out sometime in, you know, right before the first episode airs. We just don't know. Every season is different, but I take it as a compliment when people come to me and say, 
when are we going to know? How do you don't not know by now? I take it as a compliment because that just means that you expect it from me because you have gotten all the spoilers you have in the past. So uh, we have more to talk about tomorrow with Bachelor in Paradise stuff and Joey stuff, but I'll save that for tomorrow because we're 25 minutes in on this one. So thank you all for listening. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now, and then in two hours from now, your final reader emails of the season. We're going to take about a month off before we come back the week of... September 25th, because that's the week that Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise start back up. So thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.